The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Well, you asked for it. Now you got it. What's good, everybody? Welcome into your daily sports betting brand of record. We call it the early as we are powered as always by the almighty sports line, the best value in all of sports. But this isn't our morning show. No, 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 no. This is our mega preview NFL draft show with three of the greatest minds in the NFL today. The draft this Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, live from Las Vegas, Nevada, for the first time ever. We got best bets. We've got storylines. We've got long shots. We've got it all. So let's bring in the stars of the show. And when I have new faces and I have new names, man, I love it. So let's welcome in for the first time. You can see him all over CBS Sports HQ. You can see him on the Pick 6 podcast this week with my man, Will. Oh, Ryan Wilson. Welcome, sir, to the Early Edge. Thank you, Coach. Good to see you guys, Emery, RJ. Thank you for having me, man. I don't want John Breach to go, Coach, you didn't say my name, too. John will also be on the Pick 6 podcast this week. Now, we love when Emery Hunt shows up on the Early Edge, and I've been cashing ticket after ticket. After a ticket from the USFL, my man, welcome back, Emery. Glad to be back, man. It's always fun to join the show. Awesome. Now, he is the stoic one. He runs all of our NFL stuff at uh, Sportsline. And if I can make him laugh, I can make anybody laugh. Please welcome RJ White. RJ, welcome back, sir. You know who does make me laugh is Ryan Wilson, the funniest member of the Pick 6 podcast. So I listen to that all the time. And, uh, and yeah, every time he gets a dig in at Will, it's my favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> Anytime anybody gets a dig in at Will, I'm here for it. I am here for it because he brings it all on himself. By the way, do me a favor. Hit that like button for me. Leave your Twitter handle into the chat so we can continue to grow the show as we have because we are big now on YouTube but also Apple and Spotify. Thank you to all of you listening over there as well. All right, guys, let's get into storylines that could affect the betting lines this Thursday at the draft. And I don't know that I've ever seen so much activity before the draft with contracts, with guys getting overpaid, with guys not getting paid at all. So, Emery, I'm going to start with you because normally in the first round, you don't see running backs come off the board. But this year, will it be different? You're up. You know, that's what I feel as though is going to happen because there's so much variety in what teams are doing. And I feel like we'll see one back go in the first round. And if we're looking at this from a logical standpoint, as much as people want to say, don't take running backs in the first round. Don't take running backs in the first round because you want to you, those those guys don't get second contracts. Well, why wouldn't you want to take a running back in the first round? If you're going to get me at the youngest point from 21 to 25 under that five year deal, that's when you take them in the first round. And I do feel like there's one team in particular that I'm looking at. Buffalo could be in play to take a running back in the first round. But you use the word logical. What does logical have to do with anything regarding the NFL or sports betting? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. All right. Now, <clears throat> we might see a running back go in the first round. But last year, if you watched this very same show, RJ, you were on Trey Lance three to one 
three to one, and it didn't close at that to go to the 49ers. What is it about being ahead of the game that's so important? Yeah, because like by the time stuff gets reported and the things that happen, the lines are already tremendously shipped because, you know, these books have, I think, some inside knowledge on some of these things. So you have to be ahead of the game. You have to kind of look at what's logical, what's not. Um, so this year, you know, I gave out Aiden Hutchinson over pick one and a half on Saturday at plus 140, thinking he wouldn't be the first pick because the Jaguars seem to have reservations. They didn't know. They were deciding between four players. And everybody seems clear Hutchinson yeah. should be the pick. So if you don't know by this point, you're looking for an excuse to go a different direction. And uh, now we saw to this morning the odd shifted Caesars. Trayvon Walker is now the heavy favorite at minus 200. You can get Aiden Hutchinson at plus 140 to go o- to go number one. So you could have, could have had him plus 140 to go over one and a half, you know, two days ago. And now you can get him plus 140 to go over one. I would to go number one overall, take both and you're, you're, you know, making money either way. So uh, you just got to be ahead of the the news curve uh, before things get reported over things shift dramatically. And if you don't understand it, because sometimes it can be very, very difficult to understand. That's why you got RJ. That's why you got Emery. That's why you have Ryan. That's why we have the experts. That's why we do the show. We do it for you to educate and to entertain. Now, to entertain in the NFL, you've got to have a good quarterback. And if you don't have a good quarterback, it can be a very long few years for you. This year's class, eh. <laughs> Ryan, talk to me. No, that's right. And it could be a, a long slug for your team if you draft a quarterback who stinks. Uh, see Chicago Bears and Mr. Trubisky. But the thing is, you're taking those risks. You're overdrafting these players because without one, as you know, Coach, you're not winning. You're not going to the playoffs. You're not sniffing the Super Bowl. So I've said it since day one. I've only had, since the fall, I've only had one quarterback with a first-round grade, and that's Matt Corral. That's a low first-round grade. The rest of the guys are second second or third rounders, that doesn't mean we're not going to see a run on quarterbacks for the things I just laid out. I think there's a chance that we could see four quarterbacks go in the first round. And it should they? No. Uh, will some of them work out? Hopefully. Will most of them be a bust? Probably, just based on history. So we have Malik Willis, who huge upside guy. He could go top 10. Um, we have Kenny Pickett who's the experienced 24-year-old who, who has small hands. That's one of the knocks on him. Sam Howell is a guy we haven't talked a lot about, but there's been some late first-round buzz on him. And then Matt Corral is, is the guy that I like the best. But again, you're sort of you're sort of putting a lipstick on the pig with all these guys and lining them up and, and closing your eyes and, and just, just picking one. I think what happens here, Coach, and we have teams like the Panthers, the Falcons, the Seahawks, um, the Steelers, and then the Lions all have needs. But I think we're going to see a couple guys go top 15, and then we're going to see some teams move back into the first round at the bottom of the first round to get these quarterbacks on that fifth-year option that Emory was talking about with the running backs. And much the same way we saw back in 2018, that's exactly what the Ravens did, traded with the Eagles, got back at the pick 32, and took some guy named Lamar Jackson, who turned out to be a pretty good football player. I just have a really hard time, Ryan, when I look at these top quarterbacks and when I think of a quarterback that I'm going to either going to take number one or even in the first round I think of a guy that's dominant in college none of these guys were dominant in college not one not one they didn't go out there it was it was never automatic 400 yards five touchdowns and that's what you have to be to be a number one pick as a quarterback coming out of college great storyline Ryan by great storyline all right so I text my crew I said I need some best bets and I need some long shots that's what the NFL draft is truly all about Emory you turn in two big ones that I absolutely love so sir the floor is yours if firstly the only guy I would take in the first round would be Malik Willis because of what he brings to the table in terms of upside he's the fastest quarterback he has the strongest arm um, and if you're Detroit, you're kind of mad at the situation played out this way because you probably wanted to take him with that second first round pick, which you also didn't expect to be the last pick in the draft. But now that everybody caught up to say, hey, Malik Willis can actually play, 
you can't let him slide that far. So he kind of forced to take him at number two. And I don't know why we're giving the Houston Texans a, a, just a free pass. Davis Mills is their quarterback. Malik Willis is already better than Davis Mills. I think Malik Willis goes in the top five at plus 400. That's tremendous value. And we also know that the draft, there's always a run on positions. And I think there's going to be a run in this draft early on offensive linemen. So I'm looking at New Orleans with that first pick, which is 16. They're going to need a left tackle. They didn't trade back into the first round to get a second pick to get a quarterback. They need a left tackle and need speed at receiver. I think they go with the tackle because there's going to be a run on tackles early. So Bernard Raymond going under 39 and a half, you know, the selection, I think is a, a shoe-in because he has the athleticism. The Saints are the type of organization that'll take a chance on a guy like that, put him out there, and he ends up being good. So I can see him going in the first round. Are you trying to tell me that they don't want to have three or four quarterbacks play for them this year? I don't know why people look at Jameis. If Jameis Winston stays out there the whole season, he probably throws 40 touchdowns. I think I was on this show when I said he's a yeah. dark horse MVP candidate. So they have the quarterback already. They don't need one. They got Andy Dalton as a backup. Uh, who's going to block for these quarterbacks? you got to go it. with the linemen. you got to protect these guys. There's a reason why Jameis Winston is still getting paid what he's getting paid. It's very hard to find good quarterbacks. Very, very difficult. Great two picks for Emory. And, and the reasoning makes complete sense. Plus 400? Give me more of that. All right. Now, <clears throat> I have such a cool relationship that I've developed over the last 18 months with my man, R.J. White. And whenever he brings something to the table, guess what I've got? <clears throat> I've got a pen and I've got a piece of paper because I'm writing it down. R.J., you're up. So first thing we're going to look at is Charles Cross, uh, tackle, draft position under 7.5 at minus 130. I gave it out in my drafts props article, released Saturday at plus 100, and the momentum has built since. I think everybody's kind of eyeing that he's probably going to go with one of those two Giants picks at 5 or 7, or to the Panthers at 6. Many assume for much of the pre-draft process that he was behind Ekwanu and Neal, you know, as, as the number three tackle. But there's going to be GMs that have him number two, and there's probably going to be some that have him number one. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants are one of them to plug him in at right tackle and uh, – you know, kind of complete that offensive line rebuild they're trying to do. Um, I don't think they can wait till seven because I think Carolina might jump on him at six. So I could see him going number five. I think he's a decent value to go top five. Um, I think he's a decent value to go um, as the first offensive lineman drafted. Um, I had him as one of my long shots in the props props article I did at plus 800. Now that prop is down to 600. I think it's still worth a sprinkle there. But, but I think he could be the first uh, offensive lineman drafted. And I don't think he gets past the Giants twice. Then the first receiver drafted, I like Garrett Wilson at plus 115. I think the Jets want him at 10 unless they can get Debo Samuel, but I can't see the 49ers budging on Samuel's trade demands at this point. Um, when the Jets strike out on Samuel, I mean, they could be in play to take Wilson as high as four just to be sure they get him and that Atlanta doesn't get him at eight, um, especially if the board doesn't shape up the way they want in the top three picks. I think it's probably more likely Wilson lasts until eight, where I think he's a great fit as the number one receiver the Falcons desperately need after the Calvin Ridley situation happened. Um, so I think that he's going to go either four or eight or possibly 10. Either way, he'll be the first receiver drafted, like getting plus odds on that one. And then you go total safeties drafted in round one. You can go over two at plus 125. 
Uh, plenty of people don't see Daxton Hill as a first rounder. I think that's dumb. Uh, he's juiced to the under at 28 and a half. Um, I think that number may end up being several spots off with his versatility in the secondary. He can come and help you at slot corner. He can help you as a safety. Um, I think teams like the Patriots, the Bills would love to have a guy like that. Um, so if you're convinced that Hill's a first rounder, and I am, the overs are free roll here at plus odds. You're going over two because you know Kyle Hamilton's obviously going in the top half of the first round. And then there's plenty of teams near the end of round one that could also be looking for a safety, even if Hill's off the board. One of the Cowboys, Bills, Bucks. Chiefs or Lions could take a guy like Lewis, Sign, or Jaquan Brisker, Jalen Petre. I mean, there's like so many guys that, that could go in that back half of the, the, the end of the round one. Um, so I think you can get to three here. I think two going over two is kind of a free roll at this point. Yeah, and make sure you get it at two and not two and a half. That's a huge, huge difference for this particular play. My man Chad in the chat says, I'm just here for the first R.J. White smile of the football season. Can we give it to him, R.J.? Can we give it to him? I'll have, me on on a U- have me on on a USFL podcast and you'll see me smiling. Whoa! Oh, oh, oh. Hey, you guys know what I say. If you ask for it, we will make it. Emery, would you do a USFL, USFL show if we did it? I'd do USFL, CFL, FCS, D2, D3. It doesn't matter. If it's involving the pigskin, I'm covering it. That's what I'm talking about. Look, at just organically, a show just came out of nowhere. But you also know here at the Early Edge, we want to make people want to come back. And you guys have no idea what Ryan Wilson brings to the table. This section is special. So we're ready for Ryan Wilson after the break. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. And we're back. See how fast that happens here on the show? Thank you to everybody listening on Apple and Spotify. So, Ryan, I've given your own special section. We've already heard from Emery. We've already heard from RJ. But I remember RJ said, or excuse me, Emery said something about Malik Willis and who might take him. There's value there. But you think there's also another team that could be in play. Who? Yeah, we got a little early edge synergy here with both Emery and and Rick James. I I mentioned... uh, Malik Willis, uh, Emory mentioned him earlier, and, and uh, I was on board with what he said, but I have him going eight to the Falcons. So team to draft Malik Willis, Falcons at plus 350. And the thinking here is this. The Falcons have uh, one player in that offense, and his name is Kyle Pitts. They got nobody else. 
Uh, Calvin Ridley, we we just talked about. He he's gonna he's gonna be watching from the sidelines like us this year. They have Marcus Mariota. He last started a football game in 2019. I get the sense, and this is my gut, that Arthur Miller or Arthur uh, Smith, Arthur Blank. There it is. I got it. Went from <laughs> author coach to owner. Arthur Blank. <laughs> I think he wants a quarterback. He had to ship his best friend Matt Ryan to Indianapolis because of the whole Deshaun Watson thing didn't work out for him. And I think Malik Willis is going to be an intriguing option. He's an Atlanta guy. He's a Georgia kid. And I think they bring him home at plus 350. So I, I like that there. Is that an overdraft? Absolutely. Do teams see quarterbacks and gamble on them all the time? Uh, next, I'm going to go with, with Chris Olave, wide receiver out of Ohio State. Uh, he's my wide receiver five, and there's going to be a, a run on wide receivers in this class, and there are a lot of teams in the first round that need wide receivers. But I'm going over 16 and a half and minus 115 there uh, because there's only going to be so many guys that can get drafted uh, before that 16th pick. I think Garrett Wilson's going. I think Drake London's going. I think Jameson Williams, even though he tore his ACL in January in that national title game, is going. And Traylon Burks as well. Those guys all have a chance to go in the – four-ish if we're getting super rich down to uh, about the middle of the first round, maybe a little later, in which case I think Chris Olave gets pushed down. Uh, perhaps best case scenario for him to either Green Bay at 22 or 28, or maybe even makes his way to Kansas City at 29 or 30. Uh, so I like the over there. And then finally, I'm going total ACC players to go in the first round under four and a half. And, and here's the math here. Iki Kwanu, I think we all agree, is going to go in the first round, probably top five. Kenny Pickett's probably going to be one of the first or second quarterbacks on the board. You may not love him, but I think the reality is he's the most NFL-ready, at least going into next season. Jermaine Johnson, the edge rusher, transferred from Georgia to Florida State, is going to be a first-round pick, maybe even a top-ten pick. And then two of the next three have to go in the first round, and I'm not sure it's going to happen. Zion Johnson, the interior offensive line for BC, I think he's a first-round pick. Great, there's your four. Is Sam Howell, the quarterback out of UNC, going in the first round? That feels like an extreme long shot. And you're right, Coach, shake your head. And then Andrew Booth Jr., Clemson cornerback, uh, first-rounder all day long. He's had some injury concerns through the pre-draft process. That may push him down a little bit. So that's why I like the under four-and-a-half total ACC players going in round one, plus 125 there. I think what you're seeing when you look at all the, the picks by Emory and RJ and now Ryan, that there's so many different ways. It's not just straightforward when you're picking and betting on the NFL draft. There's different ways to create value and not just, well, I think this guy's going to go there. Great take by you there, Ryan, for your best bets. But we want to make it fun, too. We believe here at the Early Edge that betting should be fun. Oh, wait, stop. What? Yes, fun. So I told my guys I need some long shots that we don't necessarily think are going to hit. But, oh, what if they do? So, <clears throat> Emory Hunt, please, sir, give me a long shot that you look at and say, man, that number, that could make a difference for me. Listen, at plus common sense, Kayvon Thibodeau going number one, right? Last year it was about, oh, if you lose, whoever gets the first pick gets Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, all right, cool. That's that's cool. And now we go into this year, and about 15 players were slated to go with the number one overall pick, not named Kayvon Thibodeau. And all we've he heard so far is Hutchinson, Aquanu, Walker. At plus 18,000, I feel like that's – fantastic value because I feel as though personally he's the best overall player in the draft at a position where it's a premium. Everyone wants pass rushers. Why not get one that actually has been productive and not one that has long arms, wide kneecaps or one that, you know, looks like a superhero and he can play in Detroit because he's a Michigan guy. Give me the best football player. So at plus 18,000, I will take those odds with Kayvon Thibodeau. I mean, think for a second. If, for, if somebody's sitting at home right now going, what, what, what? Think about this for a second. You got a chance, basically a one in six chance, one in seven chance 
to hit 18,000 to one. On a $100 bet, you go in $18,000. One in six or seven chance? I think I'll take that. I think I'll take that. Thank you, Emery. Now, <clears throat> you know R.J. White. He's always, since he was just a little kid, he's always been an overachiever. He's always been an overachiever. He doesn't give me just one. Oh, R.J., you've got two for us. Talk to me. And I've got a few more buried. Oh, I got at least one more buried in these. So the first one, Vikings position, a first pick, wide receiver, plus 1,200. So they're going 12 to 1. This uh, position is buried behind four other positions, even though the Vikings are picking right in that range where Ryan talked about several receivers are expected to come off the board in that, you know, four or eight to the middle of first round. Jefferson's obviously an elite number one in Minnesota, but Thielen's 32, and they have no depth at the position. So I don't, and, you know, when you look at these teams, you think about, oh, what have they done in the past? You can't really tell that with Minnesota. New coach, new GM in town. They'll be more of a wild card without prior data to use as a jumping off point. So depending on how the board shakes out, the guys they're looking at maybe on the defensive side go a little earlier than they want. They could go with one of these receivers, a Drake London or a Jamison Williams, and kind of set up their one-two punch with Jefferson there. So twelve to one is way too long of odds. It should be a lot closer to you know that six or seven to one range, I think. So getting great value there. And then the other one is the Dolphins' position of first pick, running back at ten to one. They don't have a pick in the top one hundred, so it's impossible to project who's going to be available. The new coach was a run game coordinator in San Francisco. He's going to is he going to be comfortable with the depth headlined by Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert? I don't think so. Um, I think there's too much uncertainty to think we know what Miami's going to do in the late third round at this point to, to put, you know, certain positions higher, way higher up than others. So take a shot at one of these lottery tickets, whether it's running back, whether it could be wide receiver, even though they traded for Tyreek Hill, even tight end in 100 to 1. I mean, you just don't know who's going to be there at, 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 in the late third round. So I didn't put them taking that tight end in a 100 to 1 pick in my article. I did go with a different 100 to 1 lottery ticket in that post. That's up at Sportsline. So go ahead and check it out. We hit several of these long shots last year. We hit, you know, the Panthers um, taking the guy that was the, the number one defensive player drafted at 8 to 1 that nobody thought was going to go over Patrick Sertan. We hit that Trey Lance pick you mentioned. So definitely go check Check those out and see what else we got going on because love that that 101 I have in that post as well, even if I didn't go Miami taking a tight end. I know I work for Sportsline. I'm one of the faces uh, that promotes Sportsline, but I can tell you this honestly, all kidding aside, there is no better comprehensive coverage, comprehensive coverage that you're going to find than at Sportsline. Real quick, tell the people where they can find your articles and all the draft stuff at Sportsline, RJ. Yeah, just go to the sportsline.com. You go to the analysis section, click NFL, and then you'll see, you know, NFL posts come up. Obviously, draft is what's going on right now. So it should be pretty easy to find my post. Or you can go to my Twitter feed at RJ White One. I've tweeted it out. I'll, I'll tweet it out a couple more times this week, and you'll be able to see that. It also includes my mock draft, which on Saturday did have Trayvon Walker going number one. So it seems like the news is catching up to what I expected to happen back on when I released that over the weekend. All right. My man is all over it. That's why he runs the NFL for us at Sportsline, and we are more than happy to follow him now usually here at the early edge when we use the word chalk it's not a good thing but ryan wilson sometimes chalk can be a great thing you're up sir yeah so we heard emory with the eighteen thousand to one i'm not quite returning <laughs> those odds for you i mean Emory, let's be honest emory's crazy but i'm gonna go uh, uh, uh a little less crazy, and you sort of touched on it, Emory. Icky Kwanu has been in the conversation as the first overall pick. I've been pushing that. I don't know if it's going to happen. And RJ mentioned that Trent Balk, that the Jaguars team has said there are four guys in the conversation. He may just be blowing smoke. But I think offensive tackle feels a much bigger need for them in terms of protecting Trevor Lawrence than does taking another edge rusher. They've drafted two edge rushers in the first round, two of the last three years. Josh Allen, Caleb on Chase on good players. I don't know if Kayvon Thibodeau or Aiden Hutchinson or Trayvon Walker are going to make that team two or three or four, win, four wins better. I think someone like Iki Kwanu 
certainly gives you that opportunity because he's starting from day one. He's having an impact from day one, plus 1,400. I, I like the value there because he fills a huge need on that offensive line to protect their franchise quarterback. And the other one I'm going to go with, and RJ talked about this earlier uh, in terms of Garrett, Garrett Wilson potentially being there uh, at eight or nine or 10, especially uh, the, the Jets would love to get him at 10. But maybe the Jets feel like they need to get him at four because he won't be there at 10 because the Falcons could be in the conversation. So I like top value pick for Garrett Wilson plus 750 where the Jets pick at four, they pick at 10, they want an edge rusher, they want a wide receiver, and there are more wide receivers that are impact players or there are fewer wide receivers that impact players at the top. So you go with Garrett Wilson, circle back at 10, you could get a Jermaine Johnson there if you want instead of flipping the script and getting, say, a Kayvon Thibodeau, should he be there at four uh, against Emory's wishes? And then you have to get a... a maybe your wide receiver three once you get back on the clock a few picks later. So I like the idea, Garrett Wilson, top five value pick plus 750. Yeah. What if it's Wilson to Wilson for the next 10 years for the job? That could be something. That could be something. Who knows? I love those two picks. And remember, these are long shots. Don't tweet at me on the next day. Go, Coach, your guy said. I made it very clear what these picks are. All right. <clears throat> Grab your paper. Grab your pencil. Here is the recaps, and they look, courtesy of the jeweler, absolutely glorious. First, here's our best bets. Emery's on Malik Wills, top five. Bernard Raymond, under 39 and a half. Then R.J. Charles Cross, first receiver drafted. Garrett Wilson, he's a stud. And then uh, total safeties drafted in round one. I love, this could be a sweat, but it could be a fun sweat all the way to the end of the first round, which is all on night one. Then uh, Ryan's on the team to draft Malik Wills. He likes the Falcons at eight. Chris Olave. I'm such a Chris Olave fan from Ohio State, over 16 and a half. And then total players from the ACC drafted in the first round. We're going to go under that four and a half plus the 125. Then our long shots look like this. Emery's on Mr. Thibodeau plus. I'm going to sprinkle some on this. I know you might be crazy, Emery. But you know, I got love for you. And if this hits, me and you are going to be meeting at only one place. And everybody knows what that is. All right, RJ, two big long shots. Vikings. First position that they will choose, wide receiver plus 1,200, should be way less than that. Dolphins, they need some running backs. They got a quarterback, sort of. They've got the wide receivers now, and now they need somebody to block in the backfield, catch a ball out of the backfield, too. And then Ryan Wilson, first overall pick, plus 1,400. Top five value pick is Wilson at plus 750. Now, normally on our normal show, I don't do this, but here I want to do this, ending the show with what you're most looking forward to in the draft this Thursday in 15 to 20 seconds. Emery, let's start with you. How many HBCU prospects get drafted? I feel like we'll see at least seven to 10 get drafted in this year's class. I love that. They're getting so much attention now, and it's great. Thank you. Thank you, HBCU. Ryan Wilson, you're up. I'm going to keep it simple. I want to see what the Jaguars do at number one. They, they're doing all the smoke screening. RJ notes that it there may not be a reason for it. They may be on Trayvon Walker. I, I don't love the idea of Trayvon Walker first overall because he doesn't play offensive tackle. He doesn't have Trevor Lawrence right away. That's the direction I would go. We'll see what Trent Balky does, who has a history of drafting athletic guys like Alden Smith back in the day. Well, if we know there's one thing, Ryan, that the Jags have done this offseason, they've changed the market for wide receivers. Whether that's a good thing <laughs> or a bad thing, that's what they've done. Now, I saved him for the end because he leads us in the NFL here at Sportsline, and we love having him for it. RJ, bring us home. I look forward to my Buffalo Bills proving Emory Hunt wrong and not taking a running back in the first round. Please, <laughs> please do not take a running back in the first round, Buffalo Bills. They don't need it. It doesn't really, you know, th their offense isn't dependent on having a great running back. Go ahead and get somebody deep and deeper in the class. I do think his prop is still hit because I think the Bucks could be, you know, in play for a running back. Um, but I just hope that it's not the Bills. Bills go with the defensive back, please. 
Oh, my goodness. You do not want to deal with R.J. White when the Bills do something negative. No, 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 no. By the way, how about your quarterback and my quarterback teaming up to take on the legends? We're going to be teammates, R.J., in the match. In the match. And they, they're going to run away with it. I don't care what the odds are. We're winning that one. We're taking the underdogs, baby, all day long. How much fun was this? How much fun was this? We do it every single year, and we're going to continue to do it every single year. And you guys brought up the USFL. I'm going to go back, talk to the bosses, and see what <laughs> we can do just for you because we grind, and we grind for you. Yeah, Ryan, we'll do the USFL. We don't care. We don't care. We'll do it all. We'll do it all. All right. <clears throat> There's only one thing left to do, and I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these NFL draft tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, I love them all. Ryan Wilson here today. Emery Hunt back. And of course, the stoic one, R.J. White. And don't forget about the jeweler who puts it all together here at the brand. I am the coach. Tell all of your friends you want to be educated. You want to be entertained. You want to be included. Where else are you going to go? Right here. Early Edge. Good luck. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.